I'm Dr. Jeff Meldrum, and you're listening to Squatch Talks Podcast. Thank you for squatching. listening to Squatch Talks Podcast. Real stories and real encounters told by real researchers. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We just got back from an expedition out in the forest of Pennsylvania. Nathan and I were the organizers, and we had about 14 other people along the ride with us, not counting our wives, but uh, yeah, beautiful place. Lots of previous activity, yeah, and we made it out alive. So here we are once again, <laughs> right, Nate? <laughs> That's right. A little worse for the wear this time, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just re- I just remembered my my bruised rib. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little better today actually. But I I was in a lot of pain. I don't know if anybody noticed or not, but uh, <laughs> I, and I know you were suffering also in pain yeah. with the back and the head and. Uh, yeah, man, we're getting too old for this shit. So I know it's 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 getting rough. It's getting rough. Harder to heal. Longer it takes longer. But um, I wasn't able to do the howls like you know the calls like I would like to because taking a breath in wasn't yeah. as easy with the the bruised rib. And uh, sleeping was more difficult. Of course, I'm sure it was. You know, I'm sure so. it was. And then I realized, <laughs> you know, I brought CBD gel with me the best okay i didn't even put it on until like last night (laughs) so today i'm feeling better (laughs) there you go we had a lot on our minds for four days that's for sure oh yeah it's a lot of a lot of work herding cats man i'm telling you (laughs) it's a it's fun though it was it was fun and i had a good time it's great to hang out with you and terry and uh, heather and i and we love just spending time with you in the forest, but this time we had a, some other guests. Of course, Patty came down from New York and joined us. That's right. And we had Ben come out again and do his presentation on Friday night with the PowerPoint mm-hmm. on about the evolution of Sasquatch, which is one of the videos on our uh, first season, I think. Wasn't it first season or was it that second season? We'll figure second it out. I'll put, a, I'll put a little card <laughs> up here, right up. Right yeah. up in there, okay? There'll be a little card. You can go and check out Ben on uh, the evolution of Sasquatch. Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah, that's very informative. So as far as presentations go, I'm saying we didn't do as many as the one you had the previous year. Right. And of course, they had to sit through me doing an equipment demo. What a snooze fest that was. And then we did the track casting demo, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I did a uh, a cast of the Patterson Gimlin. You know, I'm looking behind me. I'm saying, where the hell's the cast? Uh, I forgot to put them back. <laughs> like, how missing. does it turn out? I didn't even get to see it turn out. Something was missing. Out. Oh, it turned yeah. out great. It turned it? out great. And I yeah. also had taken along a couple of the juvenile ones that were found. And oh, I'm dropping some dust on my uh, computer here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is one of the juvie cast that i had done a recast because i told art who found them in april that i would so hang on before i do get any sand on my laptop 
because Patty was great. I thought we were going to have to use a fire pit. Remember the fire pits? So I was yeah. going to stick them into and they'd get all yeah. dirty and gray. So this is a juvie from April. Okay. So that I did because I promised to make Art some recasts of them since he found them. Clean this off. <laughs> but Patty said, hey, Eric, how about this pile of crap? It's like a very fine gravel i guess they use for uh you know, i don't know the roads or whatever but it was yeah. perfect perfect yeah i don't know what that was like screenings there yeah it was good stuff that worked out great so mm-hmm. after the presentation with the equipment we shifted over to the track casting after that while the casts were drying we made dinner right and uh fed the troops after dinner we did the trivia contest Oh, yeah, that's right. Trivia. Yeah. We had the BFRL handbook <laughs> trivia contest. And uh, Patty and Heather did very well. <laughs> yeah. And Sheldon managed to come in in points in third place. Patty, Heather, and then Sheldon. But I said, of course, I'm sorry. Patty, you're an investigator. Heather, you're an investigator, but also my wife. How would it look <laughs> if you girls get the win? You know, you win the prize. It'd be some, you know, it's fixed, <laughs> right? Right. So Sheldon was the recipient of the uh, recast of the Patterson Gimlin tricast, and Good. she was thrilled. Afterwards, Good. the next day, she she actually had me uh, write on there the date and the you know the expedition, mm. and she had me sign it and autograph it for her. You know? Cool. So she was really, I think, happy to go home with that. As yeah, a consolation prize, Heather and Patty <laughs> got some stickers from Ben, who has designed <laughs> some really cool stickers. And, and I told him, hey, I'll show you how to get a Teespring account, and you can market this stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I'm For any sure. good at it, because I'm still working on ours. <laughs> but, hey, first off, got to thank our sponsors, right? Black Rifle Coffee Company. They helped us to... Uh, Get through those long nights. Indeed, I brought you some, remember? That's and, right. Uh, yeah. That you enjoyed having the extra one I gave you yesterday on the way home. And uh, in the morning, yeah. Uh, nothing keeps you squatching like Black Rifle Coffee Company. <laughs> and uh, when I got home, of course, I unloaded all the stuff, right? And uh, got in the shower and I used my Forest Fresh Yeti Bar. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeti more fresh. That hit the spot. <laughs> so, should we talk a little bit about what happened? Give him some yeah, answers. sure. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night. Thursday night, we had that would. Those were some pretty good howls Thursday night when we went down to that campsite five. Right uh, down in the hollow there. Took took everybody. That's a nice creepy spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, creek's not too far away. It's at the down at the bottom of the the hollow. Good and vulnerable. Probably a bad spot if there's a lot of mountain lions around. We were probably sitting ducks, you know. Right. But uh, that's usually the best place to go if you want to get apex predators to know you're there and to come around and look at you. But mm-hmm. but there we, we did some provocations. Didn't we go take ahead. a hike with one of the attendees? You, me, and was that you, yeah. me? Yeah. You, me, and uh, and Tim, Robert, Tim. That's right. It was Tim. Tim. And didn't we find a, a little print of a predator? Bob, I think it was at least something. a bobcat. At least a bobcat, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely bobcat track. 
which is probably the first one I've ever seen. So, and I, I, I look for Bobcat and Cougar tracks all the time, specifically. Uh, and that's probably the first one I've ever seen out there. I'm Paul Patterson Jr. And you're watching Squatch Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. And I also recall, I think there were some rocks thrown. Oh, yeah. That was at Ben, right? At Ben? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, yes. I know we heard some things rustling, and, and uh, somebody thought they saw some. Was that Patty thought she saw something? Or no, it was Tammy, I think. Tammy, yeah. Tammy thought she saw something, and Ben walked out there, and he was... He threw some rocks and they came back. Well, I don't <laughs> know if it was the same rock, but one came back, rolled right to him. Yeah. And so what do we do? We wound up uh, hanging out for a while. We uh, tried a few more provocations. I know I did a few calls and mm-hmm. there was a couple of other attendees that got to try out their vowels, go through yeah. their vowels. And uh, uh, we hung out for a pretty long while. And then two of the teams headed back to base camp, but we left, mm-hmm. right? Ben yeah, we and left. his team. Right. They stayed there for about a about half an 15, hour. 15, 20 minutes, I thought. Yeah. yeah. See if anything happens. They stay, they knocked the fire down, made sure that was out, mm-hmm. and uh, and just see if anything comes around to see what we were up to. Right. And uh, we said. Very squashy spot, though. Yeah. Get back there again someday. Yeah. And, uh that was Thursday night. We had, we had arrived early. You and I um, on Wednesday. Yeah, you, Patty, um, Robert Bel- Belli was there mm-hmm. also Wednesday. So I and I Mike. didn't get there till after ten. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Until yeah, we were done sitting. Your your Michigan uh, Mike is it Wisconsin Michigan Michigan Mike yeah Michigan yeah yeah uh, yeah until you were done setting up your ten it was what midnight yeah and. The way the place is laid out, you guys were all on the one end of the, you know, this field, <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. with Heather in the opposite, well, on the far corner. So it's just the two of us down there. I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> gonna have some action, you know. Gonna come up on our tent. So I put the trail camera behind, and uh, yeah. Did you look at them pictures yet? Not yet. Okay. Not. I mean, I'm a little slow. That's all right. Just asking. I was listening to some of the audio from our. Friday night activity, so I guess we can yeah. jump into that. But um, yeah, Wednesday night we thought we heard some movement around the tent, and you said you also heard Wednesday night something. I think behind yeah. your tent, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, so I just wanted to bring back, take a step back to Wednesday night. We always like to get there early if possible, and we were able to make that happen. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thursday, uh, and we didn't intend. I. I Personally, didn't intend on doing dinners every night, but we wound up doing dinners every night for the attendees, right? Yeah, it's that's nice cool. to do it when it's small like that, too, especially when it's small like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, Friday we uh, we had some time during the day because I rearranged the schedule, I canceled my equipment demo, mm-hmm. pushed it onto Saturday. So Heather and I took a ride back down to Gettysburg and explored down there for the paranormal. Wow. That's right. Founding, uh, finding this paranormal store, which actually is in a place that's haunted. I forget the woman's name, but she's pretty famous down there for, you know, being a ghost, I guess. Oh. So, um, 
Heather, I'm sure, would know the name. But so, yeah, I uh, I got back in the afternoon with her. And then we set up our, you know, the rest of the day. Friday night, we did the Pied Piper routine, but in a modified way. Okay. Remember, we uh, we had the teams walk out of base camp after dark. Well, we had dinner, of course, did all that stuff. Uh, ben did his presentation, which was great. And so after his presentation, we we all you know went back, got a, got our stuff together, and met back up at your area um, mm -hmm. for night ops. So then we divided into the women and the men. That's what it was. Oh, okay. We yeah, had, I, this is the one I missed. That was the one you had to to, yeah. to hang back at, at camp, right? So I had the women versus the men. <laughs> so it was nine guys and eight women wow. and so uh, we headed out from base camp down the uh, forest road then we made the right there onto mm -hmm. the ATV trails um, and, and while Ben was doing his presentation Terry and Patty and I went to scout it out beforehand okay. so we could kind of determine where the groups would be Okay. Mm -hmm. So that we had done preliminary uh, scouting. And so I decided that the guys and I would go down the trail to the left, which is more rocky and narrow and muddy. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and the women would go straight at that intersection to a spot where we had been the year before. And if you recall, Crystal gets sometimes a little stomach yeah, that's, yep. distress, right? Um so that was the spot that we did, we decided that the ladies would go down to and and set up. Okay, and what I meant by modifying it was there would be no hunkering down group. Okay. So, because of the way it split off, it just made sense. There's really no place for a group to hunker down securely. Um, the guys went to the left. The women went straight. Got in position. And then about 45 minutes, almost an hour into it, that's when I radioed the ladies and uh, asked them to do a knock, okay? Okay. And the cool thing was that both teams had knocking instruments. But, you know, that's one thing we should check before we go out. <laughs> yeah, make sure right? both teams have what they need, yes. And, uh, and I did. I had asked Patty, do you have something to do knocks with? And she assured me they did, so... Meanwhile, the ladies turns out are having things thrown at them, and yeah. they're hearing they're hearing stuff, right? Because from where their position was, there was a lot of you know inner like forest in between us, yeah. And yeah, there was an elevation bit, yeah. change. Okay, um, we weren't hearing anything, but the guys we were looking at this light through the woods. Okay, it looked like a like a star through the trees, but it wasn't yeah. a star. And then we notice that there's a red light to the right of the white light. And it, again, it wasn't as bright as the one that I saw last year on Deadwood and Solo, okay. right across the trail from us. But anyway, um, we we then actually walked into the woods, about 50 feet, 70 feet, into the woods to try to get an idea of what it was. Okay, I had him on therm while he was in there, just in case something came up on him. And it turns out there's a farm down there. And oh, was, okay. Yeah. So it was, you know, at least we figured out what it was. But mm -hmm. so then 
we decided to, you know, start the provocations. And I had the ladies, um, actually what I did was I, I said, I'm going to start with one knock and then you do a return knock in 20 to 30 seconds afterwards. And then we'll kind of do a back and forth volley where you okay. repeat what I do. Okay. And we had clear radio communication, which is also good. So we started that off giving a little time in between also to listen for responses. So I did a knock, like I said, then they waited, they did a knock. We listened according with the night, the, uh, the stick mic also with the Kimber audio. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it was pretty quiet on our end. Now on their end, however, they were hearing some strange, what sounded like howls. Okay. Um, I heard an owl at one point, a barred aisle definitely, went off i have that ability to you know stir them up i guess yeah um yeah you do and so uh, this went on for a couple of, well about an hour of that and i said to the guys because we had nine of our nine on our team i said hey i don't have any problem with you know some of us continuing further up the trail mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. starting another you know satellite camp and we can kind of triangulate right 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 so ben led a group of four other people into you know down the trail further and we were waiting for them to get set up before we did anything else then we see red lights approaching what's going on and we see these these people coming out turns out it's ben and the and the other guys i'm like thinking they got chased out by something you know what i mean right but in actuality they went through a a, a portal or something and they <laughs> <laughs> manifested back at our location and and i was like what happened <laughs> so i guess the trail must have wrapped around or made a right and a right and a left and then he wound up back here i said well he must have gone through a portal that's right you know had so to be. they turned around and and then they they made it out to another location set up another camp and that's when we started doing some triangular provocations mm -hmm. including mm -hmm. some whoops and some other things um you know, it wasn't it wasn't earth shattering, but like I said, the ladies had some activity, and uh, you know we had some fun doing the doing the provocations. Brian uh, was on your brother in law. Brian was on my team, and uh, we were having some. And I was next night with the radios. So I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, yeah, some strange, some high strangeness occurring. You know, well. And it, and it was neat that the ladies went back to that same spot because Crystal, her stomach was all tied up when she was there. Right. Then, then when they moved, that's when Patty took the picture of that thermal hit that she got, which was bigger than what we looked like when we came walking back up to her. Uh, but the Kira was sitting on the same rock and had the same, you know, stomach got all knotted up she mm -hmm. didn't feel well she didn't say anything but uh then when she finally did say something she something she it sounded like a man whispered in her ear Whoa. uh so then they moved Get and out. yeah i don't remember if she told me what she, what he said i gotta ask. something to that extent actually i believe it was yeah and uh they moved up 50 feet and everything was fine that same it, thing happened the year before. Yep, exact same place, exact same thing. Right. Uh, they had the K2 meter there, and they said it was going all kinds of crazy. So, 
Hmm. Something else was going on too, yeah. which is neat to document, you know, that there's multiple things happening at the same time. Right. Uh, and it's not always necessarily Bigfoot, you know, nope. not at all. So I think yeah. after that, the other Charlie team came back and regrouped with our location. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was thinking, uh, hey, why don't we, uh, you know, head back towards base camp? So I radioed the ladies group and they were already thinking about the same thing to come back. So we just so happy. I said, oh, and they, they I said, why don't you ladies sing on the way back? You know? <laughs> <laughs> or Patty might even have said, Hey, would you like us to sing? I said, Absolutely. You know, ladies lilting voices, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was, we met up at the intersection and all of us returned back to base camp and uh, we, they recanted some of the things that occurred on their end. You know? Right. So um, I don't recall what else happened Friday night. I think there was not too much after we got back to base camp. As far as, oh, you know what? We kept hearing what potentially were things thrown at us, too, at our tents. At least okay. Josh and Heather and, and Heather and I in my tent. That, those three at the end there. Yeah. And then uh, Ben was around the corner in his bear burrito. So we had a couple of bear burrito attendees. Isn't time. that what Josh was sleeping in, Josh too? also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I know uh, he Ben had something touch him while he was laying in his... In his uh, hammock too, he had something. It threw something at him, and then it something hit him on the shoulder. That's right. And uh, Josh had something thrown at him too, and he said it landed right next to his hammock. Yes, and I I witnessed that. Yeah. Oh, that you did. Was, I witnessed it. Yeah, that was the final night. Okay, that was Saturday night. Um, but I was. I'll get to that portion. Don't let me forget. But that was mm-hmm. pretty funny. Because I think, yeah. So, hey, we're up to Saturday now, right? Pretty yeah. much takes care of Friday. I don't want to yeah, keep you all yeah. night. Both tired. Um, but Saturday, we did the uh, the breakfast for everybody. I cooked right. bacon, hash browns, eggs. Eggs. Forgot yeah. to add the cheese until the end. But, hey, we made it work. <laughs> Expedition grill from Camp yep. Stove. Right? What's, camp, what's it called? Camp Stove? Camp Chef. Camp Chef. Thank you. Yep. Got to plug all our sponsors tonight. You know? <laughs> but um, did a good job. Everybody was uh, fed. And then we had like uh, some time to go scouting and do some stuff on our own. So uh, mm-hmm. you guys went to the area where there was a cemetery and there was a hill. Oh, yeah. We went to the cemetery. And Why don't you pick it up there? Yeah, we went to uh, the cemetery road trying to find where the old cemetery was and see if we could, you know anything happening there uh we found where the area was but it's just all grown up couldn't find anything uh then we went to the prisoner war camp we were checking that out uh walking around and then the uh the ladies had a the it was heather terry and patty were coming back and something growled at them uh nobody could see what it was but kira had the presence of mind to just start snapping pictures all around the, in the woods and in the ground covered nearby. And turns out there was a, a black bear growled at him and it, he wasn't too far away. So 
that was pretty neat. And you sent me those images, so yeah. we could theoretically add that right about here. <laughs> still learning how to cut and paste, but uh, yeah, I think there's ways I can actually do it without there being dead air. So go ahead, continue, please. Uh, but yeah, then we got back at uh, what time did we got back at four o'clock? Then that was when you did your uh, equipment. Yep demo and the track casting and then we had dinner uh, you know i thought it was appropriate though how we had the pavilion right there behind to use it <laughs> yeah and and it's just for me personally i'm saying it was appropriate yeah. because on my first expedition that i did for when matt asked me to to organize in 2014 we had a pavilion just like that and i did yeah. a, i did an equipment demo in the pavilion, just like that, with the attendees around, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it works back, nice. Yeah, it brought back good memories, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah I should have used that last year <laughs> instead of being on the other end. But anyway. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then we had dinner and then we went down to uh, Dead Woman's Hollow again. And uh, we went over to the, the cabin that had. Uh, a report the people were around in the back of the cabin and it uh sasquatch came in and didn't like him being out there so it harassed him and scared him back into the cabin then it was smacking the cabin all night and making all kinds of noise first and light they packed up and left and never came back is that cabin abandoned no it's not time? abandoned it's a rental it's a rental okay yeah 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 you can rent that i believe well, that's what we should do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I believe we're going to have to. Get me the but, right uh, <laughs> Then you, uh, and you, look, that was my team. I had. Uh, you had five, I think, on your team. You had uh, there was Terry, and you had Tim and Tammy Sheldon. And that's four. And uh, Tammy. Tammy. Care, and, uh, and those. Suzanne and uh, Suzanne Kira, and yeah. Kira. So we had seven, right? Yeah, that's right. And then you took the rest of everybody else up the hill. See if we can't uh, find your your time thingy and your uh, get some howls back. But uh, and this time I remembered my chair. Yeah. And I remember to turn on my my recorder, my recording device. Yes. Um, but the funny thing was, we got. And let me tell you, phew, hiking up that hill with a bruised rib was even worse. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I tried to, you know, you know, not let on that I was in pain. Of course, uh, I was yeah. in the lead, and Ben took up the uh, the rear, and he made sure that he had a head count and everything, so we knew that how many went in came out. Mm -hmm. um, so we got up to that first location where we had stopped last year when mm -hmm. I noticed the individuals complaining about, you know, me working them too hard, <laughs> and and Aww. it's funny. <laughs> Bob, and, uh, <laughs> it was funny though because we were there almost precisely the same time really yeah that's ridiculous and so i didn't do any provocations or anything i just okay let's do what we did last time we're going to open up our zippers on our packs get set up mm -hmm. make sure our devices are on and uh, make sure that there's no radios on that are on you know roger beeps no camera equipment that would go off and go boop, you know mm -hmm. so 
I'm looking at my watch and I'm just thinking to myself now, we didn't have any uh, daylight savings this year, right? I don't know when that would Not be. yet. Well, yeah. it's canceled now from what I understand. So there's no oh, really? daylight savings. Yeah. I, and I wonder, because there was no daylight savings the last, I, I, I don't know how it all works. I'm just saying, as far as time variants go, did that affect the timing of this evening? Oh, it might have. But at 1034, we didn't have anything screaming at us. We're howling from across the, the ridge, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. when I decided to do a call. And I radioed down to you mm-hmm. and, you know, told you I'm going to do. So I, I actually wound up doing two calls because I started doing like the Matt Moneymaker ones with the higher pitched. Mm-hmm. And then another one a minute or so later, a little louder. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. Normally I will do three, but I, I left it at two. Um, didn't get any re- response from that. No coyotes or anything. Um, so at that point, we uh, we decided to hike up. Did it won't go up, or did I leave them there? I'm trying to remember. I think they that I yeah no we all went a little further. That's what it okay. was. We, we went up to that second location, okay, where it kind of levels off again. Mm-hmm. And it's nice and wide there, and it's a big opening, so it's better for doing provocations. So then we set up another base camp there. Um, and then I took most of the team with me. I think five, four or five remained at that location. The rest came with me, and we went continued on. And I'll tell you what, whew, it got cold again. We got to that yeah. point in the trail where, where it bends to the right. Yep. It got ten degrees colder. I could see the, you know, the mist coming out of my mouth, the vapor. Mm-hmm. The wind whipped up, same as like last time. So we got up to a, a, a an area. Again, I said I'm not going to attempt to to reach that clearing that you guys right. had the track trap, you know, set yeah. up on. Yeah. Um, it looked similar to where we were the year before with me and Tony and Jeff. So we set up there, and we started doing some back and forth provocations sketchy radio communication but we were yeah once you made it to that second spot i couldn't hear you anymore i could still hear patty uh Mm -hmm. patty's group but i couldn't hear yours and i figured that would be like the the relay you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so you Mm -hmm. would at least know what's going on and and it was good that i i had suggested we do the clicking thing because if you can't hear at least you can click a response you know one for no two for yes you know what i mean so that's good to have um, but yeah, we were not getting anything. And so uh, Josh does this like Tibetan throat thing, throat yeah. music. I wanted okay. to hear it. I wanted to hear him do oh, it. Oh my God, it was so good. And, uh, we tried that. Did a one or two knocks, I forget. And then I had Brian with his singing bowl mm-hmm. and Josh with the Tibetan music doing it. Oh, and I had little... Uh, an incense the dragon's blood incense mm. of course but you know what the thing is i'm standing there and this is all going on and i'm like looking over to my left hoping i'm going to see that headlamp looking at me again you know but right, you can't right. you can't manifest that kind of stuff into it you gotta that happens yeah you know? you can't make that happen on its own no unfortunately otherwise we'd have them walking up and shaking our hand at base camp and we wouldn't have to hike so far 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned that because at base camp, before we left that night, we heard that howl. Yeah. Right? The only thing I didn't like about that was, what, 45 Boys minutes came. later that four-wheeler came up the trail? And the scouts had just shown up, too, not long yeah. before that, right? Yeah. Um, so who knows? But it was a pretty decent-sounding howl. It was. It was pretty far off, too, a little further away than what I think that four-wheeler was. I think Patty and Jacob and and those individuals on her team heard this really strange bird sound, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm pretty sure Jacob followed up on it, and it turned out to be a screech owl. Screech owl, yeah. Right? Exactly, yep. But at the time, we didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. At the end of things, when you know we weren't getting any results, I had said to my team, I said, hey, Nathan said if we don't get any results here, we can go down to the reservoir. Right. So I, I posed that option, and they were all hot to go. So um, we started hiking back down and met up with Patty and her team about, a, I would say, 75 yards from their, des- their, their uh, location. Mm-hmm. We came across a small four-inch diameter tree across the trail, broken in oh, multiple right. places, mm-hmm. which wasn't there on the way up. I remember them saying, you remember this on the way up? I said, no, I definitely would have remembered it because I always kick stuff out of my way on right. the way up right. in order for the people behind me not to trip on it and to mm-hmm. you know make it clear for the return trip. I would have definitely noticed that. So that was interesting. We got back down to Patty's location and then walked back up and tried recreating what it would have sounded like had it fallen from their location if they would have mm-hmm. heard it because they said they didn't hear anything. Just the bird, which came from that direction, by the way. Okay. Right, right. Um, it's possible. It was a it was a fairly dead tree. It's possible mm-hmm. a screech owl might have landed on it. And it broke. Yeah. And it knocked it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Ben said when he was dropping it, ben see was, if they could hear it. Exactly. Ben was dropping it. The first time he dropped it, we could not hear. The second and third time. And again, he changed the height of how far he dropped it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the second and third time, we could hear it. Okay. So who knows? It could have been the screech owl landed on the tree, knocked it over, and then, you know, vocalized and kept going. Mm-hmm. But that's good. Again, good yeah. follow-up. So, oh, one thing, the other thing, uh, Sheldon, she was the only one that smelled it when we were down at the behind the cabin. She had a sewer smell like a, like a rotting, you know, like sewage. Uh, nobody else really smelled it, uh, but went away immediately. So, interesting because we too, on the way up to our location, had some various, um, oral factory mm-hmm. input i remember one smelled like cinnamon another one had like a really musty musty wet dog kind of smell okay, okay. so at various intervals we were picking up certain you know odors yeah, yeah so everything some seems of that, normal there was some of that as well on our end um and again at i guess around 1 30 ish oh and i tried the uh time variant thing too so i made a note of when we were going up oh yeah okay and when we came back it was eleven thirty-four, i think when we were hiking up that portion of the trail on the way back it was like 
12.45. I forget exactly, but so again, mm-hmm. no no time variant issues this time, as mm-hmm. far as we could tell. Once we uh, met up with Patty's team and we all started to hike back down. Oh, and a few of us did report some stomach tightness, some twisted stomach feelings. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I noticed yep. it also back up there on, on the uh, furthest point. Um, so again, could just be from the hike after having a, eaten a big meal. Right, <laughs> right. That could do it. But when we got back down, some of the, I, I always leave it open again to the attendees and their comfort level. And I said, hey, who wants to go to the, you know, the reservoir? Or who wants to go back to base camp? You know, mm-hmm. so I made that option available and four of them wanted to go back to base camp. So the other five of us, your team had already gone back to base yep. camp. Yeah, I, I held them there as long as I could. You did a good job. As long as soon as I said this one person said they had to go to the bathroom, I was like, well, we can go back. Boy, they couldn't get in the car fast enough. <laughs> I think everybody was a little sleepy at that point. <laughs> a little bit. Saturday nights, that's usually the case. Yeah. So I was going to originally have Ben take the other guys out to the uh, reservoir, and I was going to be that guy and head back mm-hmm. to base camp. <laughs> so I said, you know how to get back to base camp, right? He says, yeah. I said, okay, you take them back. I'll take them out. So we mm-hmm. we headed out to the reservoir. Um Got set up at a really good location, I thought, under a forest, a canopy of pine trees right on the edge of the reservoir. Yeah, you could hear a babbling brook. Um, I thermed the area. Didn't see anything except the hot rock from across the, the lake where Heather and I had been earlier in the day, mm-hmm. with the deck that overlooks the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but unlike last year when the team went over by the boat ramp and it was really windy and I yeah. felt too open. We were on the opposite end in that mm-hmm. little cove where it's real secluded. So you know where I'm talking because yeah you showed me the entrance. Yeah. So we hiked down that trail, set up a little base camp, thermed. Um Jacob brought his recorder with him. Oh yeah. And so played some tunes for us on the recorder. Mm-hmm. I showed how to do a knock and then josh did a knock with the squaw stick um mm-hmm. did a couple of calls possibly heard something just out of the far range of our hearing but we weren't getting we weren't getting anything so about 2 30 i said hey i don't want to be a party pooper i said but i'm going to call it right and we drove we continued driving down the road um Figuring, you know, hey, maybe we'll get a road crossing, right? You know, rather than turning around and saying going back out of the main road. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to go past that tent, that that camping site where you had your encounter, where, got roared at. where yeah. you got roared at. But I think there's a there's a the, the road forks there. Yeah, you would you would have had to back up. I would have had to back go up back up the hill that way. Yeah, I went straight, so I ultimately came out on the right road and knew where I was, but I never wanted to passing that. Yeah. Which is a shame because the other road, after you go past that camping site, mm-hmm. it's like there's a lot of open areas. Yeah, it's good for therming up there. I was I said to the guys, it'll be great for therming up there. Yeah. <laughs> we never got there. But at that yeah. point, it was close to 3 o'clock. By the time we got back to base camp, it was 3.15. Okay. Yeah. 
I yeah. dropped the guys off and uh well Robert was actually still up and like kind of looked bummed out that we didn't want to hang out by the fire with him. But I'm like, you know what, Robert? I'm I'm tired. I don't so, think he was that bummed out because I had just gone to bed right before just you got there. Mm-hmm. And he said, Yeah, I'm just gonna knock this out and go to bed myself. So I don't know that he was all that bummed out. Good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I hate to disappoint anybody, you know that. So I dropped the guys off at their at their tents, pulled into my spot. And uh, I came back out just to unwind after I got, you know, everything mm-hmm. in the tent. I came back out to unwind and look at the stars a little bit. So it's about 320. And I hear from behind my tent going towards Josh's burrito, something mm-hmm. come through the trees and boom, hit the hit the ground behind Heather's tent, between Heather's tent and Josh's burrito. Yeah. I see the tactical light come on <laughs> it's going like this uh-huh. <laughs> and i'm watching like uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. but i uh, you know i definitely heard it too so i can confirm that something apparently yeah. was thrown at us not just dropping from a tree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it sounded a lot heavier than an acorn falling i've heard plenty of them you know right so I'm sitting out there in my in my gravity chair, you know the one I'm talking about. Yep. You know, just like this, look back, looking at the stars, and of course that's behind me. So I went, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, when we were, we were sitting there from like one o'clock to almost three, we were sitting there because uh, I when I brought them back to the bathroom, and then I I went back down to see if Patty wanted to come along back with me. Uh. And I passed Ben coming back to base camp. So I just kept going, made the left at that four-way stop sign and came all the way up that long-ass dirt road and uh, hoping, again, for the road crossing. Yeah, We did see an owl. We saw a nice big owl. I'm not sure exactly what which one it was, you know, what what brand owl it was, but it was a big one. It may have been the screech owl that it, you know, paid a visit to uh, Patty's group. And then yeah. we... We got back, sat at the fire for a while. We had possible knocks. Uh, Patty and I heard a vocalization that neither one of us was real sure about what, what it was. Mm-hmm. Like even what the sound was exactly. Uh, we we got to get together and talk about what that noise was. I, I, I hope she got it on her recorder because mine, It I don't know if it was at a bad spot where I had it or what, but. It just didn't get anything real good back at base hmm. camp. So. Well, and I usually leave a recorder back at base yeah. camp going. I didn't do that this time. I didn't leave my digital recorder in the in the tent overnight to pick up my snoring sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's just you do a number of these things. Some things fall through the cracks. Other things don't. Um, but yeah. one thing I and, forgot to mention, though. Mm-hmm. Remember what we talked about? Two things I forgot to mention. Okay. Friday night when you were resting. Yeah. And we didn't have any activity on the Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. I said to the, the ones who wanted to, hey, who wants to go therming the apple? Oh, that's kids? right. Yeah. Remember we talked about doing that? Yeah. I'm glad I got the chance to do it. You know, that was fun. So I took, I took, we had two, two vehicles and my team we had a couple of therms and some night vision camera recording equipment. I was in the lead and we went on, we did this big loop 
Yeah. So, yeah, we went thermoing the apple orchards and cool. Cool. saw some hot, you know, targets, a few deer and stuff like that. At one point, I was therming while driving. <laughs> I'm sure that was safe. And you know, Josh took the wheel for me at one point. And, I, and we're coming up on his farm, and I saw something big, heat signature, right? I said, and I stopped. I and it it moved to the side. It ducked behind the tree. Yeah. So I told Brian, I said, back up, back up, <laughs> so I could back up to see the next row. Yeah. By that yeah. time, it was gone. So it looked different than a deer. You know what I mean? Okay. Again, I won't be able to say be, see, say for sure because of the distance, but it's interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And hopefully Josh got some of it on his night vision camera. He was also mm-hmm. taking um, video video of us at various times because, you know, that was the other thing. Um, that was the one thing I forgot to mention, therming the uh, apple orchards. Mm-hmm. The other thing... Oh, shoot, that quick, it went out of my head. Um, but there was also, we had talked about interviewing that that guy up the street from the Apple Orchard who has that Bigfoot cutout. Right. We never yeah. got around to doing that. I drove past there. there again. I don't mm-hmm. want to stop in there. Did he? The cutout's still there, though, right? The cutout's still there. He has other mannequins on the porch doing various poses and doing different things and i don't think i want to stop in there anymore okay (laughs) there you go see it wasn't meant to be was not meant to be we (laughs) drove past that and uh three people in the car is like i'm not stopping in there they're like mannequins i ain't doing that (laughs) (laughs) hide behind the chainsaws yeah (laughs) exactly no i don't need to go in there all right cool um well i'm happy that we didn't i I thought about it just didn't get to it yeah. So then Saturday night, after after everything was said and done, like I said, we heard I heard that whatever it was coming through the, the trees mm-hmm. landed by Josh's area. So the you know tactical light come on. He's scoping around. Then he proceeded to go to bed. Heather's light was on in her tent. She she had left her light on the whole time. Yeah, it's her first the time. Entire, exactly. A, a while you know so i was happy that she did make it though and uh had a good <laughs> I, time yeah. had a good time you know um oh gosh i tell you i'm, I'm still feeling the effects mm-hmm. but what do i do when i get home right after getting some rest i head out back out to the forest and the pine barrens today yeah Went back to that area where the individual had the uh samurai chatter two weeks ago mm, okay yeah Headed out there, set up uh, set up my truck and the drone out there. Oh, that's what it was. That's that's where I see. I knew I'd remind myself. <laughs> I attached the drone, no, the therm to the to drone. the drone, right? And that was something we did Friday before dinner and Ben's presentation. I had made it, right. yeah, a drone flight with the therm, and hey, it was the first attempt again. Should have probably practiced this beforehand, but I had the mount on the on the drone that allowed me to connect the therm, so it was hanging down. And I, mm-hmm. I talked to the the uh, therm by my phone and the tablet. Talked to the drone, just like we right. talked about. Yep, yep. And I got it up in the air, you know. So it's pretty cool. We got some footage. All right. Yeah, that's cool. And I Definitely. did it today. So again, I'm practicing. You know what I mean? So I went right. out there, 
and I tried to recreate it. <laughs> and it works. Good. It's just the, there's a lag. Oh, I'm sure. There's a definite seven, eight second lag. Yeah. And I think the weight of the drone, excuse me, the weight of the therm affects the performance of the drone. Oh, I'm sure it does. Because it it's on does. the side too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I did one flight with that today, brought it back in. And and I'm like, oh shit! Now I gotta I gotta land the drone with the lens <laughs> in the sugar sand, right? So I, oh, yeah. I I let it hover while I got a a tarp out of the truck. And I put that down so I could land it on the tarp instead. <laughs> uh, so then I took off the drone or the therm, and mm-hmm. I flew again without it. And I got some cool footage of the area mm-hmm. around where this samurai chatter incident occurred. And then I took an, about an hour-long hike, and uh, I filmed it as I went. Good. I had, I had the camera on my hip so that if I did have a Squatch encounter, they wouldn't see me holding a camera. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, but that's what we do, right? We go out for four days in the forest, get all beat up and uh, battered around, and then we come home and we go back out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Glutton for punishment. Oh yeah, indeed. Yeah, I got a text today. We on Saturday during the day. I guess you went to Gettysburg. Yes, no Friday. Friday. Yeah, it was Saturday. Uh, you were somewhere. Oh, you went to uh, Mister Ed's. Yes, and stuff. I guess with Heather. Uh, we had gone to. I took a group where we went to the. Uh, cemetery road and that there's supposed to be a cemetery at the bottom Uh so we had walked that they walked all the way down to the bottom to cemetery road and i stopped about halfway down and sat and i knew i wasn't coming back up that hill right and there's some caves that terry wanted to go find and the caves are completely overgrown and they're not real cave caves uh Crystal wouldn't even be able to get into them, you know, but yeah, they'd like be good coyote. Outcroppings. Yeah, they'd be good uh, coyote dens and stuff like right. that. She wanted to go check them out. They were cool to see before, but completely overgrown. Can't even get to them anymore. It's so thick over there from when they logged. It's so the underbrush, underbrush is so thick. But anyway, after that, we went to another location to some uh, old abandoned buildings. They're just the, the uh, the foundations now mm-hmm. and when we were coming back out uh one of the newbies heather and patty and terry were together they were the last ones coming out and they heard a growl they thought it was fairly close uh but when heather said she saw it uh kira started snapping pictures and uh she called it and it was a black bear Okay, I was wondering what I was looking at. (laughs) Couldn't tell from the first photo, which was black and white, if it was a stump squatch. Yeah, if you look right in the center of it, right in the center of that black and white image, you can see the uh, eyes and the nose. I see it clearly. Yep. After you know it's a black bear, you can see it right between the... I didn't think I would, because it looks powered. It looks pixelated. Yeah, it is sort of pixelated, but... From the tree in in that little Y there, you can see the nose, you can see the snout and the eyes. So yeah, there it is. 
you can you can clearly see that it's a bear and then the second picture obviously is it far away right but uh well you know what i say right if you have to draw circles around something yeah it ain't there <laughs> yeah but that that's that's cool that's the bear yogi hey hey boo boo yeah so well hey that explains you see that's the thing that i really like and and something that the attendees really got to see firsthand over these last four days was how we you know really analyze things and again it goes back to like our interview with todd about occam's razor right we right. don't just think everything's a squatch right we actually do the the, the follow-up and we do what we need to do to ascertain what it right. is yeah exactly that's that's good research mm -hmm. i don't care what anybody says that's the way to do it you know yeah so any other comments that you can think of i don't think so did i cover pretty much everything i believe yeah 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 i don't think you know had our recap on sunday I had some good breakfast down at the flamingo true true wait you had breakfast sunday at the flamingo Oh, I did have breakfast Sunday at the Flamingo. After we packed, memo. after we packed up and left, I had to get gas. I was uh -huh. my light uh -huh. came on, I and see. I said, "I, I got to go get gas." So we drove down. I'm at Rudders. I'm putting gas in the car, and Brian's there, and he's putting gas in the car. And Skyler goes, "I'm going to mm. go in and get breakfast." And Terry says, "The Flamingo's down there." So we went down there and got breakfast. So it was a late. It was uh game day decision you know yeah but anyway hey this was a lot of fun and uh i want to thank everybody for again tuning in and clicking on the video mm -hmm. nathan and i will you know continue to do this as long as we're able physically and mentally um thanks to our sponsors and the guys at yeti bars for partnering with us remember yetibars.net um put in that stp10 at checkout and you get 10 percent off and free ship Free shipping at what? $75. It's a no-brainer. Right. Um, yeah, we actually did a little Yeti bar commercial. Remember Sunday morning before oh, yeah. we went to go have breakfast? Um, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> uh, we, we actually did a little Yeti bar commercial. That yeah. was the last thing that we did. We are wrapping up and everybody said goodbye. Um, met some cool new people. And hopefully we'll get out with them again soon. Yeah. Back into the woods. But... Uh, Hey, it was an uh, it was an experience I won't soon forget. So yeah, we had a good time. Thanks for uh, allowing me to participate in it with you. Yeah, thanks for running it. <laughs> so, if you're uh, if you're listening still at this point, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for squatching and uh, liking and subbing and sharing yep. all those good things. I uh, always like to say, keep an eye on on everyone. You know, we love you and uh, stay safe and stay well. That's right. Thanks for watching. That's a wrap. Cool. Thanks for checking out this episode of Squatch Talks podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and give us a like. And stay tuned for more exciting stories on Squatch Talks.